Wendigo is a malevolent spirit, literally brought into life through what we consider one of the most ultimate acts of evil, cannibalism. They have been part and parcel of Native American culture since time immemorial. They normally start out as a human that becomes depraved and cannibalistic. And those cannibalistic tendencies make it turn into this monster. Welcome to the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast with Ryan, Larry, and Joshua. Uh, and on today's episode, we return to the Native American lore that drives us with Wendigos. So I'm not going to lie to you guys. When I first heard this listener suggestion, I thought it was like a urban legend about like the origin of the Winnebago. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Winnebago man? I've seen one in space flying blown by uh Lone Star and Puker and Barf. Oh, space. Have you seen balls. that documentary? I haven't seen that documentary. That's a good one. I've seen the video of him freaking out. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Hey, that's some more content for you guys to check out. Spaceballs and Winnebago Man. Hey. Both great documentaries. Both great. But before we get too far ahead of ourselves, today's special guest, you guys voted all week. All I heard, emails, texts. I got alerts. I got Google interruptions. I got Amazon barking at me. Yes, in the 15 minutes we took between recording this and the... Shh, 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 shh. Do not unveil what's behind the curtain. Mr. Nick, my brother is here again. Nick Rhodes. Oh, shit. There are children. <laughs> Shoot. That's right. Put your pants back Darn on, it. you goof. Heck. <laughs> this guy's actually my brother and uh, from the same mother. And uh, just so you know, we are friends. So. <laughs> and that was Ryan improvising. <laughs> so. Did. Everybody get a chance to look at the Wendigo? Yeah. Okay. Tried and true scale, one to ten. I'm going to go, instead of with our guest, because he's my brother, and i got to give him a noogie before I let him go. Uh, Larry, how scary, one to ten, Wendigo? Eight and a half. Damn! I mean, the thing looks like a, a, a reindeer on crocodile. That's a good theory, actually. Might have to follow that one. Yeah, up. like it's like if a if a deer took PCP, yeah. <laughs> which is that's actually in Bambi three, mm. the reckoning. Yeah, which is well, you gotta you gotta have that rock bottom before Bambi four, you know the comeback story. I'm I mean that it. scene when Bambi is tying himself off really hits you. I you know some people say that it was wrong to have the NC seventeen version, the director's cut. But you know I learned a lot about myself watching that film. I mean we learned where uh, Rudolph's red nose came from. That dude could snort some lines. He could. Those were some rails. That guy was also a real fucking libtard, and I'm tired of liberals. All right. <laughs> what? I'm just throwing in some curveballs because you know what? Don't let the Wendigo get in your mind. (laughs) (laughs) So does it always have the reindeer head? Is is that is that part of it? Uh, It can be. Some of these pictures just look like Voldemort had a four loco. (laughs) (laughs) He's just having a good time. (laughs) Voldemort. (laughs) That that makes sense to me. Voldemort had a four loco. Mm Uh, before we get to Nick, because obviously he's... That was in his up. frat years. <laughs> yes! Get over it. Josh, what do you think? One to ten. How scary? Well, anything that has 
that is menacing and has horns is pretty fucking metal to me. And he does. He does. He looks like he'd be the front man for like a Guar cover band. Yeah. So I'm gonna give this a hard two. I I, I love metal. So wait a minute. That's a low score. Yeah. I know. I I ain't afraid of no horn. Right on. So you're you're scared. You're not. Look at the thing, Nick. Yeah, it's pretty hardcore, man. I'm I'm thinking that this in in one form or another is is very real. Um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, you know, if if we uh, talk about it from like a psychosis perspective rather than um, you know a, a spirit, especially, but I also uh, you know I believe in spirits. I'll put that out there. Feel pretty comfortable saying that. So I'll give this. Uh, I gave the CIA a nine. I think I'll probably give this a nine point five. <laughs> what if they're working with the CIA? Oh, that's creepy. Well, there's spirits actually or this yeah. this segues professionals this segues all of them this segues <laughs> really closely with skinwalkers which is another native american uh porn cryptid oh. or ghost no not a porn if it is a porn i've probably seen it and i'm probably into it but that's just a little more about me me chief tallwood exactly so skinwalkers is another episode to go down the line but we're going to focus primarily on the windigos so windigos um for me uh given what i've seen i'm gonna go with a nine as well mostly because they're scary looking Mm -hmm. the things they do are scary their mythology is scary everything about them there's there was at no point during the research for this particular cryptid which by the way this is a Ryan's Cryptid Corner. Did that have the magic on it? We'll see. No. I don't think it did. I don't think we ever gave it magic. <laughs> anyway. The magic's gone. It is gone. There's no more magic left in me. No. So this uh in in looking this this creature up, yeah, I mean there there was no there was nothing that I was like there was never a moment where I was like, hmm, that's kind of cute. Or, you know. It does all these scary things, but it also goes over on Sunday and has Sunday lunch with its grandparents and folds laundry all mm-hmm. afternoon after watching an episode of TV and going to bed. Why At, won't wait, so you be- after it goes to bed? What, wait, wait, you were saying after it goes to bed? You said it does all this after it goes to bed. Oh, uh, that's just Ryan's mouth. Words come forth. You take them in. You take the good, you take the bad, and that's it. So that's my thing. I want to give it a nine, like I said. Nick, nine and a half. Yeah, yeah. Josh, two. Larry, eight and a half. Eight and a half. Wow. Yeah. So hopefully we kind get to some... Kind of a big some... differential there. Yeah. Just, just want to point that out. Well. This man welcomes the darkness. He does. I believe um, in a thing called love. Now, I'm seeing this described as a phantom of hunger. And when it's phrased that way, you know, that's that's not so scary. I mean, you know, af- after I go to sleep, um, you know, I, I might wake up as a, a, a phantom of hunger. Mm-hmm. How many times do you become a phantom of hunger right before you go to bed after a long night and wake up in the morning and the alarm goes out of warning? And you, you don't know if you're going to make it on time. And there's like wrappers of Taco Bell around. Is you. this just a say by the bell theme? No, see, I was thinking uh, the Taco Bell when commercial. When I wake up in the morning. <laughs> Brother Bear, you're not supposed to notice that. <laughs> when you moan and tell, just go to Taco Bell. So, according to ancientorigins.net, they have a really great breakdown of the Wendigo, which I, I checked out and I enjoyed. Um, because I honestly... and, and Was it Brian... Who's the listener? Oh, sorry. This was a listener suggestion, actually, uh, if I didn't say that properly off the top. Brad Golding. Brad, I'm sorry. Brad Golding, uh, thank you for the suggestion. And your new name is now Brian. Your new name is now Brian. We'll call you BB Golding. Yeah, we'll call you BB. What's up, BB? Wendigos are crazy. Holy cow, you, you turned me on to a crazy cryptid that I just, you know, I might take it to the next level. So... The Wendigo is a creature that can be found in legends of the Native Americans. Like I said, this is this this pairs with I guess the Puckwoji episode would mm-hmm. be the closest to a Native American cryptid we've covered before. 
most notably amongst the Algonquian peoples. Are you guys Native American? Anybody in here? My wife wow. is. Really? Mm-hmm. I'd have never guessed that. Mm-hmm. Her great grandmother was uh, Ch- Ch- no great grandfather was Cherokee. Oh, nice mm-hmm. of the Jeep. Of the Jeep tribe. Oh, cool, cool. It's cool. a Jeep thing. You would not understand. The, it was a Grand Cherokee, right? <laughs> a Grand, yes. An SE, as a matter of fact. Well, wow. if fully loaded, like LL Bean edition, like LL Bean edition. That's I mean, it has nice. it has Sirius XM Le- leather interior, leather interior, oh. made from the skin of Winnebago's. You better have fucking XM when you're off roading <laughs> and you're tracking Jeep. down Windigos. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so these people's. These Algonquin peoples are some of the most extensive and numerous of the Native American groups in North America, and they once lived all along the Atlantic coast and mm-hmm. the Great Lakes region. Oh, regional. <laughs> However, <laughs> Wendigo-like creatures are also found in the legends of other Native American tribes, including the neighbors of the Algonquins, the Iroquois. Amongst these people, a creature known as the Stone Coat bears some similarities to the Wendigo. So, a Wendigo has an insatiable hunger, guys. Okay. Just so you know. As do I. It's kind of like the um, the reptilians. And anytime I'm dealing with a cryptid, I always wonder, are you a cryptid or are you just an alien in disguise? Like, what if, you know, we talked about this crazy like skull helmet. Does he just go to a taxidermy place and he's like... Uh, the humans will know see me when I put this bullhead skull on and I walk funny. What if upright it, I will. What if it just happens to be their Halloween? Yeah. Like it's like trick or treat. Ah, it's a when to go. And then people Martha. take out they're like Another year without candy. This <laughs> <laughs> sucks. Uh for real though. Roughly translated, the word Wendigo means the evil spirit that devours mankind. Another Jeez. translation. I know, right? It's like well, two syllables. It's got like 19 words to describe it. <laughs> That's why they shortened it up and gave no it an easier kidding. name. Another translation said to be made by a German explorer around 1860 equates the word Wendigo with cannibal. Which Wendig- pronounced in uh, German sounds like this. <laughs> right on I, I, Germans love their milk I guess so uh, Wendigo, are, Wendigo ag are said to have an insatiable hunger for human flesh no matter how much flesh they eat they remain hungry have you ever eaten something and been yeah, like Chinese food uh, when yeah. I'm baked <laughs> oh my god when I'm baked <laughs> as when I'm, when as I'm the wife a, walks in hi jenny when i'm baking a pie i'm like i'm baking a pie and i could eat all of this pie yeah. after i've done baking it and then you realize that you're actually eating it raw hmm can a, i guess it would does that even work i'm wondering what a raw pie would taste like doughy okay i have my answer continue the more you know um, so this hunger is reflected in their appearance, which according to some is extremely thin. So these, a lot of the pictures I saw, I mean, they didn't have a big gut that was sticking out. I mean, if they were eating humans around the clock, mm-hmm. there was no telltale signs. They just look creepy and they're eating a lot. Well, they probably cook it healthy. Mm. Oh, like there like, might be a couple, couple do, that deep fry eat, it. They do like the vegetarian patties mm-hmm. of... Human food. Yes, it looks like it's human, but it's the, really beans. We're Atkins Wendigos. We're only down with like the no fat, mm-hmm. no carb. They no, eat. no tempura. <laughs> and Come Jesus, on. there better not be gluten either. What do you think a Wendigo? What are, what do you think a cryptid band would be like? Well, your front man would have to be the the, the puck wedgie. <laughs> For little, sure. The little short nasally guy. Yeah. Are you ready to rock? I said. <laughs> Are you ready to rock? Wouldn't it just be the guy from ACDC? I know. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, we've talked about this. We think we think there were several puckwudgies that actually lived amongst us. I think we even Tool, the lead singer of Tool, lead singer of Tool. Yep, that is true. That is true. Phil Collins. Uh, <laughs> that's a soft spot for me because I had huge appreciation for Genesis, no, no, but no. I guess I got to go with it. You remember that dick that we talked about in the last episode that was going on hunting people? No, yeah. he, he plays played, drums and sings. Oh, now. I thought he'd play bass. It is generally agreed that the Wendenog Gagog have glowing <laughs> eyes, long yellowed fangs, and long tongues. Most Wendenog I don't know why. So they Gene Simmons the word. from Kiss. Yes, Gene Simmons from Kiss are also said to have sallow and yellowish skin. Those others say They're they jaundiced. are matted with hair and have decaying skin. That's kind of creepy. So they're kind of zombie-ish. Like zombie up close, reindeer. Up close, they don't smell like Calvin Klein. They smell like used diapers and... They smell like Calvin's decline. Right. That's of course. About the same to me. Fair enough. Fair enough. Deals with the devil and where to find a Wendigo. So if you want to actually meet one, mm-hmm. say you're that... They, they do meet and greets? Which I don't think we would recommend. No, they do meet, do we rec- meets. Do we, re- do we recommend any of our fans actually go seek a cryptid? That yeah, we- go ahead. <laughs> you can find anything on, on them. encounters. That's true. Mm. What is- do you think there is like a Tinder for cryptids? Oh, yeah, for sure. For what sure. If? Nowadays, there's there's probably people out there that like to have sex mm-hmm. with trash cans. I mean, there's furries. Well, they, they, they're, they're, there's true. that woman who married the Eiffel Tower. Really? Yes, she was like a former Olympian fencer. Of course, she, she built of the course fences around the. Fencer. I think I don't know, but she no, she was an archer. That was it. And she married. She had a, a, a she had a fling with uh, the um John Hancock the, building. No, the um the wall there in Big, Germany. I was gonna say the Berlin Wall. The Berlin Wall. She had a little fling with him before she settled with the uh, Eiffel Tower. How do you marry an inanimate object? Do you well, just rub your boobs on it? I don't know. At least a Statue of Liberty would make more sense. It feels like in a future episode, too. The statue is already taken. This sounds Bob like Bear. a Fox News rant about to happen. Is like we're just waiting for somebody to be like, it's slippery slope. Just that, slipping all down this slope. I was about to say, that slope was slippery after she got done with it. And I stick my dick in the toaster. Hottest okay. sex I ever had. Oh, Best. look, it's Bill O'Reilly. I had a one. I had a one night stand with a McDonald's, but I am. Uh, I'm officially married to a parking meter. Do not discredit me on my infidelities. I do love this parking meter. Unfortunately, Bill doesn't can't use the bagel setting. He just uses the regular toast setting. <laughs> In another version of the story, the first one to go is said to have been a warrior who made a deal with the devil. You never make a deal with the devil. Well, you could. I mean, what if I he mean, saw something cool on Craigslist? Actually, I had a friend in in middle school who said he made a deal with the devil because he needed a pack of Marlboro Reds so bad, and then they showed up. He might want to re, re he might want to reevaluate his relationship with cigarettes. You <laughs> <laughs> might have a problem, bro. Yeah, at least like the old blues guitar players, they made deals so that they could be like famous. I mean, a pack of smokes. Just go find pop cans for an evening and you can get a pack of smokes. You could. Hell, if your dad knows you smoke, you might as well just ask him if you could borrow some Paul Malls from him. Yeah, wrapped up in his t-shirt sleeve. Exactly. What NASCAR fan dad are you talking about right now? (laughs) It wasn't ours. And they're Winston's. Come on. Winston Cup, baby. So, Nail's going to get him this time. In order to save this man's tribe who made the deal with the devil, he gave it's up really his soul down some walls. and was transformed <laughs> into a wendigo. When peace ensued, there was no need for such a fearsome creature, and the warrior was banished from his tribe and forced to live as an outcast. Some believe that the human person Jeez. continues to reside within the wendigo, specifically where its heart should be. The person is frozen, and the only way to kill a wendigo is to kill the human within it as well. A few legends state that the frozen person is successfully rescued from inside the creature in most cases. However, death is the only way to free a person from the Wendigo. So, if you see one of these things, they gotta die. Just like a bug, you gotta stamp his ass out. You gotta roll up a newspaper and beat it? Or a couple extra tissue papers? Just squish it? 
You could do that too. Okay. Wendigoag are believed to roam around the forest where the Algonquins lived in forest dwellers that disappeared over the years are rumored to have been eaten by these creatures. Many Wendigo sightings have been reported over time, not only by Native Americans, but by white settlers as well. So there were people that saw these things through time. Not just the Native Americans mm-hmm. who are just trying to like sell us bad weed. Could it? Oh, you never do that. Could it have been? It happens. A deer during rutting season. Just you ever like, see what the velvet is like? It looks like blood on their antlers. Everybody do an impersonation of what a deer actually really sounds like. <laughs> Your dog's looking at you like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Every time you do it, her ears shoot up. For those watching at home. Yeah, right. I'm just saying, they don't they don't sound pretty. But Larry, I need to hear it. <clears throat> hey, Bob, tough day at the office. <laughs> you know the old rat race. <laughs> You'll take the kids up to Tennessee this weekend. Perhaps to Asheville. <laughs> See the sights and sounds. <laughs> And hobbling into the scene is the racist claymation Santa Claus. <laughs> I want to be a dentist. Oh, we found your voice. Okay, so <laughs> before we before we do too many impersonations of deers. Oh dear. For example, between the late 1800s and the 1920s, a Wendigo is said to have appeared near a town called Rousseau in northern Minnesota. It has been claimed that each time a sighting of this creature was made, an unexpected death followed. The sightings, however, eventually stopped and things went back to normal. So, there's a lot of sightings. Amongst the Cree, there is a traditional dance called the... Macarena? No. <laughs> Scares the Wh- shit out of me. win. <laughs> Sorry, or, Native Americans. Or Wendigo-like dance. During the dance, the fearsome Wendigo is portrayed satirically by the dancers. In addition to satirizing the Wendigo, some Native Americans even became Wendigo hunters. Mm. That's kind of cool. It's like SEAL Team 6 for the Wendigos. <laughs> I mean, I I always wanted to be a SEAL when I was in the Navy. Mm-hmm. It just SEAL, sounded awesome. SEAL Team Sticks. Exactly. You're out you're in the woods. You always listen to Come Sail Away. Starting up piece oh, this together. Yeah, okay. Navy Navy SEAL. Yeah. Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Killer. Jesse the Body Ventura. Oh. Mind blown. We actually... Could probably start a whole other podcast based on Jesse Ventura's like statements mm-hmm. and movies, oh, yeah, and yeah. wrestling career. Oh shit! He is that a is he a potty slam coverable? <laughs> oh, for sure. Really? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Sure. He was he was he was big time cross promotion. So yeah. if you want to hear that podcast, let us know. Not this podcast that wants to promote that. Well, we do, but... Okay, sorry. At the beginning of the 20th century, an 87-year-old Cree man by the name of Jack Fiddler was tried for the murder of a Cree woman whilst he pleaded guilty to the crime. I thought you said Korean. I was like, that's an awful American name for a Korean. (laughs) My name is Jack Fiddler. Mm-hmm. That's it. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. That, that didn't work so well. That was, um, uh, but it's okay. You know, we we can move. I on. don't know. We can move on. What practice continent on, that was? Practice it in the shower. Mm-hmm. I practiced the Elvis voice. I did not practice. I the think Vietnamese that's just the voice that you use when you stub your foot. Oh, it, it didn't really sound. <laughs> <laughs> you got a short on breath and angry, brother bear with the hard truths. Gosh darn it! I'll stub my toe again. So um, I'm not even gonna ask. Whilst he pleaded guilty to the crime, this Jack Fiddler fellow, he defended himself by saying that the woman was on the verge of transforming into a Wendigo as Forming. she was being possessed by the evil spirit. Therefore, she had to be killed before she murdered other members 
of the tribe. In addition to this woman, Fiddler claimed to have slain at least 13 other Wendigoeg during his time in the tribe. So those are some things about scary ass Wendigos. Are we going to take a break and then come back with yeah. a bunch of stuff? Yeah. And things. Good. We always got segments for you. We always got segments for you, ladies and gentlemen. We'll find you on the flip side. Love you very much. Gush and be guru. Hey. So, we've got to have a chance in the daylight. And I, for one, want to kill this evil son of a bitch. Well, hell, you know I'm in. Wendigo is a Cree Indian word. It means evil that devours. They're hundreds of years old. Each one was once a man, sometimes an Indian, or other times a frontiersman, or a miner, or a hunter. How's a man turn into one of those things? Well, it's always the same. During some harsh winter, a guy finds himself starving, cut off from supplies or help. He becomes a cannibal to survive, eating other members of his tribe or camp. Like the Donner Party. Cultures all over the world believe that eating human flesh gives a person certain abilities, speed, strength, and mortality. You read enough of it, over years you become this less than human thing. You're always hungry. So if that's true, how can Tommy still be alive? You're not gonna like it. Tell me. More than anything, a Wendigo knows how to last long. Yes! Get over there! When it's awake, it keeps its victims alive. It, uh, it stores them so it can feed whenever it wants. If your brother's alive, it's keeping him somewhere dark, hidden, and safe. Well, we gotta track it back there. And then how do we stop it? Well, guns are useless, so are knives. Basically, we gotta torch the sucker. Welcome back. From a tantalizing middle break. So, guys, mm -hmm. have you ever gone on Yahoo Answers? No. Yeah, yeah, I have, actually. It's where I get all my medical advice from. Jesus Christ, I'm surprised you're not, like, dead, dead. No, but I am pregnant. Sure you are. Congrats, by the way. Thank you, thank you. Have you guys ever heard of Wendigo Psychosis? Uh, no, I haven't. Great band. Well, <laughs> not only is it a great folk band, but the term Wendigo psychosis refers to a condition in which sufferers develop an insatiable desire to eat human flesh. Even when other foods, food, food sources are readily available, often as a result of prior famine, cannibal, cannibalism, Wendigo psychosis is identified by Western psychologists as a culture-bound syndrome, though members of the aboriginal communities in which it existed believe cases literally involved individuals turning into wendigos. Playing the triangle. So basically what this is, is you turn into a wendigo, <laughs> and there are real cases of wendigo psychosis. Though real, re they are relatively rare. It was even... Rare for them to actually culminate in the execution of the sufferer. One of the most famous cases of Wendigo psychosis involved a Plains Cree trapper from Alberta named Swift Runner. During the winter of 1878, Swift Runner and his family were starving and his eldest son died 25 miles away from emergency food supplies at a Hudson's Bay company post. Swift Runner butchered and ate his wife and five Good remaining children. Lord. Dude, that's so fucking metal. Brightman, given that he resorted to cannibalism so near to food supplies and that he killed and consumed the remains of all those present, it was revealed that Swift Runner was not a case of pure cannibalism as a last resort to avoid starvation, but rather a man suffering from Wendigo psychosis. He eventually confessed and was executed by authorities at Fort Saskatchewan. Wow. It's a real condition. You guys ever seen that movie Alive? Yeah. Yeah. They ate each other to survive. Yeah. Worst soccer movie ever. 
<laughs> not a minute of soccer. <laughs> Fascination with Wendigo psychosis among Western ethnographers, psychologists, psychologists, and anthropologists led to a hotly debated controversy in the 80s over the historicity. Is that a word? It is now. Historicity. Historicity. It's going worse. Historicity. <laughs> Of Continue. this phenomenon. <laughs> Some researchers argued that Wendigo's psychosis was essentially a fabrication. Lord. Josh just sucked all the air out of the room with that snort. <laughs> <laughs> we are trying so hard to make podcasts, but all, all you're getting are snorts, burps, farts, and acid reflux. Whoa, whoa, who's been farting? Oh, this guy the whole time. Yeah. And my dog. My dog's been farting. She's sleeping good, which means she's but farting her blame ass Blame it on off. the dog. Blame it on the dog. Blame it on the dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, fuck, Wendigo psychosis. Not only could you be a Wendigo, but you could also suffer from the thinking that you are becoming a Wendigo. That's what that is. Hmm. I want to know right now, while we're talking about cannibalism, first part of the human that you eat. Oh, oh, the buttocks! I, I want everyone. Yes, the buttocks, yes. right? Yes, good marbling. Exa- exactly. Oh, yep. Meaty. It's firm. There's, there's really not a whole not lot of fat. It's, 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 it's all that a lot right. of muscle. Not uh, yes. So flavor. That's that's what we're all about here. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely eating ass. Yeah, if, if you're gonna survive, you got to eat the ass. How, how would you cook it? Oh man. Ooh. I mean, I, you don't have too many options. <laughs> <laughs> You got charcoal out there? I, I would see Grilling it. is what I'm thinking. Yeah, I would grill it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I would saute. Or first, I'd marinate it yeah. for a few days. Okay. Um, probably in, in like a. I'm thinking like a Merlot. Oh, okay. I, I, would, I would marinate it in mm, wine. A whiny ass. And, and then I would uh, probably sear it. Mm hmm. And then bake it off after that. Oh, like get, so you get a nice little crust on the searing, and then it, then the rest of it's kind of uh, yeah, more like a medium rareish. <sighs> I assume the arms and the wait. leg, the thighs. Wait, 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 wait. hold on. Why right. would you go to arms first? What would, would that be like a buffalo wing? Well, I want a little. Your wingman. Like my grandma has that flappy bit underneath her arm. Right. That might be good. That could be, be good. Like burn ends or something. It's tenderized. <laughs> I'm thinking that the arm has the f- the least amount of fat and the most amount of like nice. Well, if you cook it right, mm-hmm. meat. Uh, the thighs are also gonna. They're gonna have more fat, but mm-hmm. they're gonna also have a lot more like really oh, good f- for an appetizer. Toe poppers, oh. like popcorn, mm-hmm. like like a, like wrapped in bacon. Nothing about the word toe makes me want to eat. Oh, you can just suck the meat off of it. So, so is a dick like a corn dog then, or okay, that's a we delicacy. Nobody mentioned dicks. <laughs> like they stick the popsicle thing right mm-hmm. in their mind. <laughs> if I hit a fillet a dick. I, I just imagine like pickled dick, pickled like, dick. How, and then he can make tacos out dick. of a vagina. Oh. I imagine like a lot of like child serial killers like pickled dick. Mm, mm. That sounds delicious. God. Mini corn dogs, corn dogs. Never mind. For real, what have we done with ourselves? Why are derailed Ooh, so hard? In a nice testicle dipping sauce. Fried ears would taste like fried ears. Rings. Ooh, that would be like um Ooh. um. Oh, what's uh uh, uh pork rinds. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Or, and also, sounds- I, I, you know, while we're at it, I'm for any meat you put on a stick. So, dick on a stick. Dick, dick, dick meat. Dick is, on a stick, man. I want a dick a on a stick. So eyes would be like jalapeno poppers. Could be. Yeah. yeah. You don't waste any part of the human body. Oh no. No, you got to make it all into submarine sandwiches. <laughs> mm-hmm. Some Italian dressing. Oh, just as the Native Americans would do. Oh, no, thank you. I just had Mexican last night. <laughs> I got a question for you. Uh, <laughs> if you're using that Answer. meat for a salad, what, what kind of dressing are you using? On, on a salad? On a dick salad? What kind of person are we eating? Italian? Jesus. Yeah, you want to be respectful. Yeah. <laughs> Marinate it in the, the sauce of their people. Mm-hmm. Ooh, oh, Canadian ears with maple syrup. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. 
Um, Mexican could be in tequila. Could be. Um, I don't or know hot sauce. how you make your tequila, but obviously it's out of meat. Uh, well, you know, it's anything's good. Marinate it. Mm-hmm. True, true, true. Uh, let's see. Um, any kind of Asian food could be. Oh, Korean barbecue. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. Mm-hmm. No, no. Some tempura, some Japanese tempura. Oh, yeah. Human wasabi. Or, so, sushi. Just raw. <laughs> Just raw. Oh. Anybody have any offerings? So you really want to eat raw? I'm always worried because I've always heard like, you know, it's, I heard for years and years and years, if you eat raw meat, you'll die. You, depends on the meat. What kills you? You can eat raw fish. Oh, yeah. You can eat raw beef. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, why is there a... Uh, there's oh. no reason to be scared of dying because no matter what, you're going to die anyways. Yeah. I mean, chicken tartare. That's a good point. <laughs> That's good. What is chicken tartare? It's like, it's, it's uh, have you have you ever had a, a what is it, a beef tartare? It's raw beef. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's chicken raw tartar. chicken. Yeah. And raw chicken is like, oh, it'll kill every, you every, every time any, I know, right? <laughs> every recipe I see, it's like, botulism. That, if that chicken is raw, Chicken raw raw chicken is not you good better. for you. Neither is raw pork. Oh yeah, pork is bad. How many of us have had food poisoning though? Not me. <laughs> me. Yeah, <laughs> we, we all raised our hands on a nice visual podcast here. I had botulism. Oh, let, from what? Shit. That's Taco. That's hard. Uh, Taco Bell. Uh, Taco Bell. Their meat comes in a caulking gun. How did you get sick? It wasn't a good caulking gun. <laughs> no. Was, you, got, you got a hold of some bad cock? It was a bad chalupa. It was a bad cock. I went back to my mom's house and everybody left to go to our resort lake summer retreat. Oh, dude. And I just sat there and I was like, poop, poop, poop. Puke, puke, puke. Poop, poop, poop. Puke, puke, puke. At the same time? Poop, puke. Oh, That's yeah. the That's worst. There was a time where I was like, basket, toilet. Oh, you went with the basket. I usually go to the bathtub. But we have a garbage <laughs> we have a garbage disposal in there ladies so it chops up the poops. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the Bodily Function <laughs> podcast where we rate bodily functions from our life. Now, Josh, your food poisoning story. Uh, this is actually uh, I started working as I worked at Walmart for like 3 months. Oh, that'll give you food poisoning. Well, the one I worked at there was a a Checkers next oh. door and um a buddy of mine just asking whom also i worked with and we met there we got along great i lived like a 10 second well i lived a one minute drive away from work (laughs) legally has to say one minute (laughs) he he lived about 20 minutes away well there was one night that we we were there till close and uh he was he I was like, hey, man, you know, are you opening tomorrow, too? Yep. Well, why don't you stay at my place? Okay, cool. So we had we, we were working that night, and for dinner, he's like, well, I'm going to I'm gonna go get checkers. You want some? I'll, I'll pay for you, and that way, you know, for let me stay at your house. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. It's my first apartment, right? So he stays the night, and we well, we have, we eat, I should say, we ate at work. By the end of the night, I was like, oh, man, I'm not feeling no. good. And at one point, I ran away to go to go vomit, and I thought that was it. Mm-hmm. But I came back, and towards the end of the night, it was like it happened again. <laughs> and so my boss was like, "Yeah, yeah, you don't look so good. You can you can go." Okay, so I go home, and that guy still came over, and I proceeded to all night vomit, <sighs> do everything that you know comes with that shit. My brain's out and. You're wondering how do I have all this in me? But so I called in because I was up literally all night by the toilet vomiting and everything. And I called in and for some reason even though I had the guy who could vouch for me, they fired me. Oh man, that's so Walmart. And I remember I was like, "Guys, what the fuck? Are you are you serious? Like you guys saw me run away and vomit?" And I have this guy who's been here for like 15 years who's saying, yeah, yeah, he was vomiting all night. And, and they, they're like, well, sorry, no call. We don't, we don't, if you're only three months in, you can't call in. 
So hmm. yeah, I lost my job, and then I so I lost my apartment, and oh, that sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Christ. Yeah, Man. all because of uh, I had to have that semi raw big Buford, I guess. No, oh. Nick. Uh, similar story. Um, this Oops. was a uh, a gas station cheeseburger. This was in. Uh, <laughs> oh, dude, you were playing with fire. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was it spinning on that little rack? <laughs> it, it may up. have been in a glass case. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! But uh, yeah, yeah, it was uh, middle of nowhere, Indiana. Driving back oh. at night, I probably got a gas station burger at about um, oh, maybe maybe one one thirty in the morning. So it's you know, probably thing been hadn't been rotated. For, oh yeah, it's probably was there for three or four days. Uh, it was probably uh, the son of a carny. Um, <laughs> You know that's that's what happens at these uh, these traveling uh, carnivals. Um, you know, a child falls off the uh, twirl whirl, and uh, they turn him into carny meat, and mm. they sell him at a gas station. <laughs> so uh, yeah, pretty- not carny. ma'am, ma'am, your 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 both your your daughter and your mm-hmm. son both fell off the tilt a whirl. We have to grind them up mm-hmm. to make our meat. I believe they call that carny asada. God. (laughs) True story. Right on. Okay, so so you you consumed said food in quotes. Yeah, I was I was fine. You know, I um I actually so uh, I I made it home. Um, got dropped off, and uh, yeah, I think I woke up uh, about four or five o'clock in the morning. Threw up real quick. Didn't think twice about it. I drank a fair amount of whiskey that night. Um and you know had this this shitty burger so uh, nothing nothing unusual but then I wake up about an hour later and I keep throwing up until I'm just throwing up water at this point and Ugh. can't even keep water down oh, I hate that moment and then it was uh yeah about the next thirty six hours of my life oh yeah. stomach bile the mo- the stomach bile moment is the worst yeah. See, I don't mind when it gets at least to when you have the water and it's just water coming because you know it doesn't leave the acidy taste yeah. in your throat. The acid is terrible though. When the acid comes up and it's like your own your own stomach is making this acid and then it's coming up and Ugh. it just feels like sludge, liquid like pennies hitting the back of your throat. Ugh. Sorry. So those were our stomach stories. Whoa, 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 whoa! Larry didn't have one, did he? Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, oh, no. My wife and I went out to Max and Irma's. Ooh. I've heard so many bad Wilson. things about uh, That's the one. Regional. Yeah. Um, It's basically mall food, I think, right? It's like a mall burger joint. Yep. And uh, we're both eating food. She gets a chicken salad. She gets to the bottom of the salad. There's a raw piece of chicken at the bottom of the salad. Oh, no. Oh. Call over the manager. Manager, uh... Uh, what gives happened us, here, yeah, gave, madam? Gift certificates. Here's twenty five percent off your next bucks, chicken bucks. Yeah, fingers. exactly. Yeah, twenty five bucks off. Max and Hermes means you can buy everything. Um, so like idiots, we come back to the place. You know, free food. Just gotten married, and uh, I get a chicken sandwich. Oh, you should have stayed away from the chicken. You should have known better. Why should have known better than to trust a chicken? And by the time we got home, yeah, I was. It looked like I was throwing pudding cups at the back of my toilet. Oh God! It was brutal. No, I can see it. Did Did the, you call Max and Irma's and let Max them know? was busy? No, I would Irma was cut busy off all ties. Finger blessing or something. Oh, she's like a grandma. I'm sorry. Finger bang, bang Irma guy. I'm I'm two knuckles deep. I am. I've got no time for recipes here. Just making some uh, chicken pot pie. I gotta spit on my fingers because I don't make lube anymore. Anyway, so that was a rough time for all of us. (laughs) Watching Irma finger blast herself. You're correct, sir. I think we just made a. I paid good money for that. I I feel like I feel like there's a Wendigo outside right now that was gonna like rape and kill us <laughs> he was and like, he just ralphed up like three little kids and he's like mm. i'm done mm. just had himself a knuckle sandwich it was literally a sandwich made of knuckles right he's done at least it wasn't sonic exactly at least it wasn't sonic see that could go two ways either sonic burgers sonic the hedgehog play of hedgehog i know it just flew past you it was so fast Good lord, ladies and gentlemen. 
So I hit up Yahoo Answers because Yahoo. That, I thought we just did the Yahoo Answers. Yeah, we just did that. No, I hit up Yahoo Answers while we were talking. Okay. And according to some people who had like distress signals they sent out on Yahoo Answers, mm-hmm. this gentleman right here um, said a few minutes ago, I saw a Wendigo by my house. And. It is still out there. Should I catch it or hide? I am kind of scared. What should I do? I think it saw me by the window, so I ran inside. Best answer. It's just a myth. You must have had an illusion. Demonic creatures appearing in legends of the Algonquin people. They're just legends. Legends. Are they legends or lesions? Because there's a bit of a difference there. Don't try to get near such creatures. Next response. By Wendigo, do you mean drug dealer? (laughs) (laughs) Next response. You should stop making stuff up. Nobody believes you. Next next response. Too many doobies. Too many cooks. I, I have smoked too many doobies and you don't hallucinate. Guys, I've eaten too many doobies. We're getting into a lot of he said, she said bullshit. So let's get down to the real fact of the matter. A solid debate. <laughs> Guys, I need to know a Wendigo versus a werewolf. Who okay. wins? Okay, I'm gonna assign this. Who, who, Ryan? Who, you're the Wendigo. Larry. So I'm pro pro, pro werewolf. You are pro werewolf winning. Ryan is pro Wendigo winning. Here. Yeah. Right on. And we'll start this with Larry. Okay. You got the timer ready? I am I am getting timer ready. Sixty seconds. Got it, got Both it. Both of so. you will have sixty seconds to debate who why your guy would win. And then after sixty seconds, you guys will each have thirty seconds to fight each other and a fist fight. You guys are gonna fight. It'll be awesome. It's like bringing a knife to a gunfight. All right. Side note. Are you ready, Larry? I'm ready. All right. Ready? Set? Go. Well, first of all, we know that the only time a werewolf would come out would be in a full moon, which means it's dark out, which instantly gives the werewolf the fighting advantage because he's nocturnal. He also, I mean, he's he's wolf. They are natural predators, and that worn down deer thing that Wendigos are does not stand a chance against a superior predator such as a werewolf. Plus, you add in the fact that uh, werewolves are notoriously notoriously known for their kung fu skills. Uh, I mean, punch to the face. Uh, Wendigo's out cold. I mean, what are you going to do? Wendigo does not stand a chance. Still had 10 seconds, but hey. I don't need it. You know, you don't need it. Interessant. We can actually end our segments when we talk about it as soon as we want. Yep. We'll do that. Okay. Ryan, are you ready? I'm always ready. All right. Three, two, one, go. Have you ever seen a werewolf actually try to take on a ghost or any sort of demonic spirit presence? No. No, no never. I'm just going to say this right out. A Wendigo has no final appetite. A Wendigo is going to eat you to the end. So even if you mash me to a pulp, I'm going to just keep munching on your knuckles, biting off your corn dog dick, probably chewing on your calamari, calamari-like werewolf asshole, even after I mush to just a head, a skull. What scares you more, a werewolf or a Wendigo? Wendigo by a landslide. If you look at a Wendigo, it's scary as fucking shit. It looks like Freddy Krueger with a fucking deer bull skull rammed on the front. Nothing is going to stop a Wendigo. Just going to say. And, all right. (laughs) 
Larry, are yeah. you ready? Yeah, I am ready. All right. 30 seconds. Oh, hold on. Sorry. All right. And go. Two points here. Number one, uh, werewolves of London. London, a tough fighting, drinking town. Okay. Born and raised, knuckle fist fights. Number two, you sissy Santa sleigh hauling loser with a red nose uh, because of your uh, clear alcohol dependency problem because you're a sissy sleigh hauling loser. All right. And 30 seconds to Ryan. And go. Yeah, it's funny how hard it is for werewolves to try to bite a Wendigo when they can't even see him because you know what? We just give you AIDS. Watch out. Don't sleep with us. Don't bite us. Because, yeah, all Wendigos slept with Magic Johnson. What? You didn't know that. Food for thought. Wrap it up before you get involved. <laughs> Why did you have to drag Magic Johnson's good name? Irvin Magic Johnson? Oh, the man. Quite, I had to. Quite the point guard. Distributed balls. Distributed balls and AIDS. All right. So now that we've had our debate, um, I think Josh and Nick have to weigh in. Mm-hmm. And there are no winners. If, if Definitely have- not. Definitely not the listeners. Oh, no. They, they won. They are the ones who are the winners in this. You know, um, so I'm gonna have to go werewolf on this one, guys. Uh, I I gotta I gotta say it's a werewolf. That, you know, there's not really a whole lot that can put a werewolf down. Uh, you, you need a silver bullet, and uh, you know, a Wendigo. Uh, it's it's just a fucking ghost. Yeah. It, it needs it needs a host. It's gonna move from thing to thing. But uh, you know, if if it's just um, if it's uh, you know just haunting a human body if it's possessing a human uh you can definitely take down a human i think the werewolf wins every time larry won clearly i have the dog vote too uh yeah no point did i hear a wendigo having silver on it so that would be the my votes for larry and the werewolf so well maybe next time ladies and gentlemen maybe the wendigo should have brought some coors light Shut up. Silver bullet. Fucking shit on you. Big coiler. What a shit on you. That is quite the adult reaction to losing. (laughs) I'm a baby and I get real sad. I fill up my diaper like my daddy did. All right, so here's a verdict. You got to dig too deep in his backstory for this one. We got to just move on. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to let that go. Diaper dad. Canada. Great Lakes region, as far south as Minnesota. As far far south? (laughs) Wendigos have been spotted. I'm just saying. Minnesota. Do we think they're real? Time for a verdict. Okay. Okay, host, there you go. No. (laughs) That's it. That's it. Oh, man. I, I, I don't think so. Actually, no. There's no way. That just I, seems too... I gave you no convincing evidence. No, no, there really isn't. I searched. Um, I tried so hard. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think this uh, it just comes down to uh, just um, old, um, old-timey old folklore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is maybe because it's a, a phantom of hunger. Uh, you know, maybe this is an analogy for gluttony. Um, I think this, if if you go um, forward in time, you know, you, you can look at uh, Crowleyan um, ideas, you know, Crowleyan um, theories, uh, you know, about getting rid of uh, your inner child. You know, um, in, in Satanist literature, you talk about um, child sacrifice. And I think uh, this is very similar to that. This is... Uh, <laughs> This this uh, this plays into the idea of um, you know sacrificing your your inner child or your inner wants and desires to uh, be a better person. Where have you been, all podcast super smart sir, squirrel? All right, 
So, uh, yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. I guess we're going to go no on the one to go. But, yeah. hey, you know what? It's not the end. Maybe you'll come out fighting someday. We'll find you with a werewolf in your teeth. So that's about it. Guys, where are we going to find Josh if he's not here? Well, I am on Potty Slam Podcast, which is a historical wrestling podcast with Ryan, sometimes Larry, my wife. I'm his wife now? Yeah. Hmm, Okay. I mean, she says our periods match now. (laughs) They do. We we synced. Fun. Mm -hmm. Larry, what about you? EFISpodcast.net, baseball history podcast. Sweet. And if you're going to check us out, you want to go to conspiracytherapyshow at gmail.com and send us a suggestion if you want us to cover something in the future. We've covered a few. Moon landing, uh, Wendigo, Dulce Base, Dulce Wars, if you will. Um, we've had others, and uh, you know we we aim to please, if anything. We're a company slash podcasting network that enjoy doing it. So I want to say a really quick shout out to the anxious extroverts who had us on for a recent episode, semi-recent episode, where we talked about the moon landing hoax. And we had a great time. Those guys have been really, really awesome with promoting us. You should check out their podcast. They're on the far, 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 far west coast area, and they... As far west as Minnesota? Farther. Wow. Wow. Exactly. That's a whole really far southeast. Indeed. Well, um, not necessarily east, but yeah. Feel far enough. (laughs) So before we end this, I want to, um, (laughs) I wouldn't normally do this, but we're going to play a track off a fourth... forthcoming release for uh, myself and my brother who is a guest um, actually if we're not if I'm not podcasting uh, usually I'm at home with my kids or I'm practicing guitar with my brother in a band that we play in called Glassfield which uh, trivia Larry actually did some of the tracking for our EP which is free if you want to get it But this is the forthcoming 7-inch split release that we're doing on Mind Over Matter Records, which you can pre-order right now as of this release at uh, that same .com, mindovermatterrecords.com. This song is off our 7-inch, split 7-inch. Do we have anything to say about this, Nick? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is a split we did with uh, Coffin Problem. Um, it's another Grand Rapids, Michigan band. Uh, you should definitely check out. Uh, so you can find them on uh, Facebook, Bandcamp, all of that. Um, this release is uh, probably going up there soon. But uh, yeah, really excited to uh, have this thing out here this April. Um, so check it out, guys. What's the name of the song, guys? Little Brother. That's the name of the song. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He's my widow boy girl. See you next week in another episode of Conspiracy Therapy. We love you.
This is but a presentation of Beer City Media.